Hello and welcome to the Richard Grannon Podcast with me, your host, Richard Grannon. It just wasn't that good before. Like, we're, we're nostalgic for a period of time where it really wasn't that great. We were enslaved, we were wage slaves, we were tax slaves, over-propagandized to, brainwashed, over-marketed to, and everything was locked in place. It was extremely difficult to make any changes. The changes that you want to make societally are the same as changes you try to do with individuals at the psychological level. So people will often say, I want change, but they don't understand the pain and the chaos that comes with change. At an individual level, if you want to stay inside of your comfort zone, but you want change, you won't change. So I look at it, I turn it on its head and I go, okay, so now there's chaos and there's discomfort, but that's where change can happen. That's where things can actually, like if we say we want things to improve, so you want improvement, that means change, that means pain and chaos. That's just the way it works. So if you reverse it and you go, okay, we have pain and chaos, well, that's a chance for things to change and that's a chance for things to improve. But we have to set our course now. We have to awaken from this slumber. We have to awaken from this ideological slumber where we're just like, everything's being good, so everything's going to be good. No, it isn't. We all now need to wake up and individuate, grow up and go, okay, what do we want our lives to look like? We've been so passive, not our fault. We're entrained into passivity. We're entrained to just sit there and take it, to just bob along in life. And we've been living with a ton of givens. You're just born into it. This is just the way it works. We didn't consent to this. Nobody alive now created the life that we all live now. So we have a chance to do something different, but we have to engage. We have to actually be actively engaged in the process of making these changes. And we have to set a direction and say, this is what we want and this is what we don't want. The cultural indoctrination that's put us into this sort of narcotic slumber has been saying, don't think, don't act, don't decide, don't draw boundaries, don't have a morality, don't decide what is good or bad, never condemn, never uh, uh, tell people they can't do anything, never say no. All of that passivity and moral relativism has just weakened us. It's really, really weakened us. The only people it benefits are the elites because then we are sleepy and then we are passive and we do as we're told. And the last two years have really shown us the terrible, terrible perils of that mode of being in the world. So if this hurts, if it slaps us around a little bit, if it wakes us up from the slumber, it's worth it. If there's chaos and there's discomfort, but it creates the opportunity for change and improvement, then I say it's worth it. It is frightening, it is scary. Anybody who says the last two years uh, looks like a downward spiral of inevitable doom has my sympathy. In some ways it does look like that. The way I try to look at it, if you broaden your view of history, like if I just take it from my lifetime, I was born in 1978, I only saw economic growth, I only saw stability and order, very, very few wars in my part of the world. But that's not normal. That's completely unnatural. And I think our entitlement that's been bred into us is like, no, order and progress and technology and wealth is the norm. No, it isn't. The end is always near. The end has always been near for as long as human beings have had consciousness. We've always faced terrible danger, terrible catastrophes, terrible tragedies. That's the norm. The weird was the peace that we enjoyed. I just was born into a peaceful time. You were born into a peaceful time. And that was weird. Now we go back to normal. Good. Good. Let's go back to normal. Let's embrace it and go, okay, 
When things are like this and they're more chaotic, it's much, much harder to keep up the pretense. It's much, much harder to keep people ideologically locked in these little boxes to be exploited because the the governing forces, they're sort of dissipating their power across too many uh, vectors. And so they can't keep up the charade as well. So we see through and you go, wow, I really thought that this was just some grand global conspiracy to keep us in an obedient state. And you go, yeah, maybe there's an element of that there. But what I think we see more of in the last two years is broad scale incompetence. We see the people who are telling us how to live our lives are not illuminated Zen masters on the side of a mountain. These are dumb, rich, too rich, too entitled, too greedy, highly narcissistic men and women with extraordinarily low impulse control, very, very short-term thinking, who seem to have no value system. They literally seem to have no value system. They're career politicians. They're there for themselves. They have no authentic sense of service. They have no authentic philosophy or value system they're trying to uh, uh, put the world into because that's the way they believe that it's gonna create a more peaceful and prosperous society. They're just saying whatever they need to say to appease their followers today and tomorrow, not in the long term, so that they get more likes and follows and so they get more votes. That's all they're looking to do. So we can change that. We can have a different world and this, this chaos, it brings all that shit to the surface. The pain, the chaos, the catastrophe, it's like a crucible in alchemy where you burn away and in a very, very intense heat in a very, very small space and that which is valuable and that which is shit it starts to separate and you see it clearly, you go, wow, there's a lot of shit here. But what's the other side of the shit? The value, the, the gold of alchemy, the real gold there. And I'm looking around, I'm going, okay, there's still some human value here, but in order for it to be expressed, it clearly needs a bit of pressure. And I'm way more optimistic now than I was six months ago about the state of the West. Way more optimistic. I see some just recently, actually some backbone, actually some muscularity, actually some red-blooded desire to say, no, enough is enough. We have our values. This behavior is not in alignment with our values and we're not gonna put up with it. And that's great. I think that's a, that's a fantastic move in the right direction. There's no doubt in my mind that the probability is high that we're going to see more hysteria than we have before. The reason being, as I've suggested elsewhere, Yes, narcissism is a problem for us culturally, but in some ways, borderline personality disorder is the more significant personality disorder. An extremely shifting, insecure sense of self, uh, a very labile emotional state. We're very emotionally dysregulated. The way that we attach to each other and to things is extremely anxious and controlling. And I think, yes, you're right. Uh, we will see more hysteria this time around just because people are more emotionally dysregulated. They have a weaker sense of self and their, their boundaries are really, really weak. So they don't really know what they will and won't stand for. That's the confusion. Navigating that high level of emotionality, emotional dysregulation and hysteria will be difficult because the greatest challenge is gonna be that as tribal creatures, as mammals who move together in packs, it'll be very tempting to get sucked into the hysteria. So as individuals, we really have to practice not being sucked into whatever the collective emotional state is. 
it's extremely tempting. You know, this is how stampedes start. The emotional state of the collective is contagious. And if you're not very grounded, very disciplined and very consciously aware, it will infect you as well. So fighting hysteria begins with fighting the urge to hysteria within ourselves. Now stay calm, stay rational, look at the situation, know what you believe, know what you value, and don't get sucked into the, the hysteria that's generated by propaganda, misinformation, and at this point we can say outright lies. The way out of this for the individual becomes the way out for the collective. We're not gonna have the entire collective following this, but if enough individuals follow this, then enough is enough. So. There has to be a sense in which we are disciplined. We start to work within our own structures. We have to individuate from what the mass is doing. The mass, make no mistake about it, the collective is moving in a very, very destructive direction. The majority of people, the mass of people, that's why I said we're moving towards a civilizational collapse. That doesn't mean it's gonna be absolute destruction for everybody, but a civilization by definition is the mass of the populace. And they're moving in a really, really bad way. So individually, what do we need to do? We need to clean up our own acts. Individually, you've got to start taking care of your health physically. You've got to start taking care of your mental state, your emotional state. You've got to look at what you believe life to be about. There's people who, out there who have no spiritual or philosophical beliefs whatsoever. They have no moral code. They have no philosophical code. And then they come to me and they say, oh, I feel anxious and I feel depressed. And I'm like, well, of course you do. You don't even know why you're alive. If you don't know why you're alive, what's the point? You've got to answer these questions. There has to be an answer to these questions. And we need to remember, civilization is not a given. It has to be fought for. The only reason we enjoy civilization is because many, many, many men and women sacrificed themselves throughout history so we can enjoy the fruits of their labor, of these dead people. Liberty is the same. Liberty is not natural. Human societies don't lean towards liberty. They never have historically. They lean towards tyranny. We're very, very lucky. We've enjoyed a huge amount of liberty. If we want to maintain some degree of civilization and we want to maintain this level of liberty, we will have to fight for it. We have to be adults about it. Only adults, only individuated adults are going to have any power in the world to come. And if enough of us can do this and we can handle our own shit, we can individuate, we can grow up, we can awaken from the ideological slumber, not fall prey to the hysteria, not fall prey to the ideological infection. I think that we can have a very, very positive outcome. I'm very optimistic about this time.